Many, many years ago, someone told me something that I've never forgotten. Nothing ever happens until someone sells something to someone. Nothing ever happens until someone sells something to someone. Sales is at the heart of everything that happens in our entire world. And as I think about sales, I also think about what's going on in the haircutting business, the haircutting industry right now. And I also reflect on the idea, another saying, you cannot cost cut your way to profitability. You can only cut costs so much. At some point, if your business is to grow, you must sell. You must increase sales. You must increase incoming revenue. You got to make more money. So the subject of this podcast and the subject of the next several podcasts in the series is going to be an exploration of sales. In a generic sense, sales as it relates to everything that ever happens in the world. In a very specific sense, sales as it relates to building and growing business in the haircut business on your way and in your pursuit of becoming a $100,000 haircutter. Let's visit with a sponsor briefly and let's get into the program. Welcome to the $100,000 Haircutter Podcast. I'm so very happy to have you here. I'm Ivan Zoot, and this is podcast season number two, episode number one. Number one, I thought it was appropriate to begin season number two at the first of the year. And season number two is also going to be a series, at this point at least six, possibly more, podcast episode specifically focused on sales as it relates to being a $100,000 haircutter and success in the haircutting business. You know, recently I had a birthday and I was gifted a subscription to Masterclass. If you're not familiar with Masterclass, it is an online uh, video education series featuring people in the world who are the best in the world at what they do, talking about what it is that they do, and I very much enjoyed the program. Specifically, one of the first master classes I've become involved in features a guy by the name of Daniel Pink, who is an author, uh, a political speech writer, a sales trainer, a really overall generally smart and interesting dude. Uh, I've been enjoying listening to his series, and uh, it has served in part as the inspiration for what I hope to share in my small series here, specific to our business. So, uh, welcome into the program. Um, in each program, I'm going to address an aspect of the sales discussion as it relates to the beauty industry. And as always, if you know somebody in our industry who can benefit, please share the podcast. If you know somebody who's not in our industry, but who can benefit from this sales conversation, because not by uh, accident and uh Somewhat deliberately, the information here will be viable for people in other industries, not just uh, the world of haircutting. So, first thing we're going to talk about is the notion of service. You know, I say all the time, if you got into the haircut business because you thought the haircut business was the business of cutting hair, you're in the wrong business. I've always truly believed since the first time I 
got into the business, probably even before I got into the business, and probably one of the reasons why I got into the haircut business was my understanding that the haircut business was not the business of cutting hair, but was in fact the business of service to others. That in becoming a hair cutter, barber, or cosmetologist, you were dedicating yourself, your life, and your career to serving others, positively improving the lives and the lot of others. And at the end of the day, that's the whole point of sales. If you view sales as an opportunity to make money, you're absolutely right. If you view sales as an opportunity to move goods or deliver services, you're absolutely right. I would not tell you that those are mistaken notions, but I think the whole point of a dedication to sales and ultimately truly developing a career of great personal satisfaction, um, I won't necessarily use the word success because everyone measures success differently. Some people will measure it at the cash register and the bank balance. Other people will measure it um, in more holistic terms, in more personal terms. But um, the whole point of selling is to improve the life of your customer and to improve the world in which we all live. And if you really approach sales from that perspective, I think it's easy to be successful in selling because you come to this selling from a very, very healthy place, from a very, very um, focused place in terms of why you're doing what you're doing. I think it, it, it is all about integrity, uh, something we will speak about in, in another episode specifically. But uh, the whole point, as I will repeat, is about improving the life of the customer and improving the world. And I think that's the test uh, to put yourself up against when you're making sales decisions, whether it's deciding what to sell, whether it's deciding um, what practices to use to sell, sales techniques, sales tactics, asking yourself, will this transaction, will my selling of this item to this individual, will this individual's purchase of this item improve their life and, and or improve the lives of those around them, immediately adjacent to them, uh, their family, uh, coworkers, close friends, things like that, or improve the world in general beyond improving their life on a personal level. Because sales at the end of the day is personal. It is one person serving or helping another person. I think this is a great topic to take away from the sales anxiety, the concern over um, whether sales is, is doing something to someone, um, taking advantage of someone, abusing someone in some way. I know there's lots of people in our industry who throw down the expression, I'm an artist, not a salesperson. Can't tell you how often you hear that in our industry when the subject of sales comes up. Yeah, I don't like selling. I don't want to sell. I'm an artist, not a salesperson. And you know, I've got a few comments on that. I've got my, my standard witty retort, which I'll share, and then more importantly, rolling into this conversation of serving people. Typically, when somebody says, I'm an artist, not a salesperson, I will say, have you ever heard the expression starving artist? Of course you have. Have you ever heard the expression starving salesperson? No, you haven't. There are no starving salespeople. People who 
commit themselves and devote their lives to the craft of selling, to the skills of selling, specifically from the perspective of serving others, they don't starve, they thrive. In our society, the greatest earners in any endeavor are those individuals involved in selling. The people who sell the product make more money than the people who make the product back in the factory. They make more money than the people who stock the product back in the warehouse. They make more money than the people who ship and deliver the product out on the street. It is the salespeople who, generally speaking, enjoy the lion's share of the rewards from shepherding transactions. And very deliberate on my part, the use of the choice of the term shepherding, um, to oversee, to look after, to take responsibility for. If you view your sales role as overseeing, looking after, and taking responsibility for, you will be extremely successful in sales and you will come at it from a very, very holistic and very healthy perspective in looking out for and looking after your customer. So it is from that perspective that we address the concern of, I don't like selling. I'm not comfortable selling. I don't want to be thought of as a salesperson. And my answer to that, and this is where I don't have the witty snappy retort. My answer to that is, I totally understand. I absolutely agree with you. Don't think of it as selling. Think of it as helping people. And that's really the litmus test, and I alluded to this earlier, that if you look at the transaction, what are you offering, at what price are you offering it, under what terms and circumstances are you offering it, and what is it and what does it do for your customer, for your client, if it isn't helping them, if it isn't improving their life or the lives of the world of people around them, take a big, healthy step back and potentially assess whether or not you should be selling or offering that at all. Maybe that's a signal that, that what you're doing really isn't aligned with your core values and the values you hope to espouse and the attitudes you hope to share. The flip side of that is if you look at what you're doing and what you're offering and you can clearly say, this is a good offer for a good product or service that represents a good financial value, that provides a good benefit to the customer, and that enhances their life or the lives of those around them, well, now you're not selling anymore. Oh, you're selling, but now you're helping. You are a source of help. You are a source of support. You are a source of value. And I think for a lot of uncomfortable salespeople, the notion of not selling but helping is a really, really powerful way that they can develop a level of comfort and get beyond some of these initial challenges. We're going to take a break for a moment for a quick commercial, and we're going to be right back with the second half of each of the podcasts in this series. The first half is an exploration of a concept of sales, as you've just heard, and the second half is a selling tip, something that you can actually put into practice immediately to improve your skills and abilities and to improve your sales success. Let's pop over to that commercial and let's pop back for your selling tip.
Be a $100,000 hair cutter is my best-selling book for beauty and barber professionals. It's a daily devotional to success in our business. It's one idea a day, every single day, for 365 days, plus a bonus chapter and two bonus additional chapters of monthly focus topics. You keep the book on your night table, you wake up in the morning, and you go to today. You read today today, put on your shoes, and get out and conquer the world of the professional beauty industry with one quality tip every day. But you know, I know not everybody wants to read a book. The book is also available as an audiobook or digital download for reading on a tablet if you don't want paper. But did you know I also offer the tip electronically every single day through an electronic post online on my online tribe or my community? Patreon.com slash Ivanzoot. The link is in the podcast notes. Go there and explore that site. For a small monthly fee, you receive the $100,000 haircutter tip of the day every single day. You receive the Big Busy Barbershop, Bigger Busy Barbershop tip of the week every week as well. And you have access to my exclusive playlist on YouTube, only accessible to Patreon members of a wealth of online video-based education. Tons of benefits for a small monthly price. Come join my tribe online at Patreon. I look forward to seeing you there. Now, let's get back to the sales program. Welcome back to the program. Do you want fries with that? Have you ever heard that? Of course you've heard that. Would you like to make that a combo meal? That's another way they say that. You know, McDonald's came up with that so many years ago. And do you want fries with that has become essentially a touchstone of our culture. Everybody knows and understands it. And who says no to fries? I love fries. But this is a sales concept. And in the back end of all of the podcasts in this series, I'm going to share one selling tip that you can put into practice and put into use where appropriate immediately to help you build and grow your business. Do you want fries with that is the notion of everything has something that goes with it. Everything has a companion. Everything has a pairing. Everything has a related item. Be sure anytime anyone ever buys anything to offer the related item. Do you want fries with that? That's the reminder. But in your head, if they buy shampoo, offer the conditioner. If they buy gel, offer the shampoo. If they buy a styling product, offer a hairspray. If they buy a hairspray, offer a shampoo. It's kind of fun to run through and match up the pairings to see how these things relate to one another. And you know these pairings because you know how to take care of clients and how to take care of hair. But anytime anyone ever buys anything, offer up the related item and watch your sales numbers grow. And again, consistent with the theme of the week, not only is this easy to do, but this helps people. This gives people the tools they need to take care of their hair. This gives people the confidence they need to know that they have the tools they need to take good care of their hair. And taking good care of their hair helps them look good, feel better, and walk into the world with their shoulders back, their chin high, and their confidence up. Talk about improving the world, talking about improving their life, and talking about improving the lives of people around them. This is sales as a form of help. And this is exactly what sales is all about. 
Thank you for joining me this week for the podcast. I look forward to visiting with you next week in episode two of the $100,000 Haircutter podcast and this series on the focus on selling in the beauty and barber industry. Thanks for being here. Have a great day.